0: Hey it's Sean. Hey it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The
1: podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is self-awareness. Yes. Or your lack of. (laughs) I have great self-awareness. Do you disagree with that, honestly? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, d- I, I was, was like, just doing a bit. I was like, genuinely tell me because I the, the worst type of people are the people that think they're self aware and they're not.
0: No, I also think that I have very good self awareness. You do. Thank I you. think you do. I agree.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're off to a pleasant start. Yes. we <laughs>
0: good self awareness.
1: Oh my god! I'm like jacking off this mic. If you're on Patreon, then you would get jack, to off, see exclusive. That. <laughs> jack off exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like one of those shake weights. It did. Yeah. Um you can I'm sure that was a-, a
0: joy to listen to <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can become a patron by clicking on the link in our bio and i can explain podcasts on instagram and you get all of the episodes on video so if you're a video podcast person become a patron support this podcast we love you so much thank you to all our patrons we really appreciate you it's the only reason this podcast can happen also wherever you're subscribed we're or- You know what? Yeah. Wherever you're subscribed, raise five stars because you should already be subscribed because it's been long enough that if you're listening to this podcast and you're not following or subscribed where you're listening, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah.
0: It's a new year and we're going back to targeting everything about your life. If you're not exactly watch out, we're going to find you. We're going to make sure that grocery prices in your local area. The lettuce is going up.
1: We're clearing the shelves. Zero eggs for you. Or hoarding. That's
0: my vegan attack on you.
1: I'm buying all the toilet paper.
0: I'm coming for you guys. Hell if yeah! You're not subscribed, so that is a threat. Five stars, absolutely.
1: Five stars, five stars only. Follow us on social media at I Can Explain Podcast at Sean.Lusk at Brian Williamson. Today we're talking about uh, you it, self self so so awareness. Self awareness. <laughs> okay. Um. First of all, I'm gonna out you right now. Sean didn't want to record. I'm tired. Yeah. He said, do we really have to? I don't want to record today. I said, we have a podcast with listeners that I love. I can't speak for you, but I love our listeners and I want to make sure that they get the content that they deserve.
0: I'm very aware mm-hmm. that you're attacking me right now and I hope that you're very self-aware yeah. that you bring a huge fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm tired. I also have so much fucking shit to do around the house. So yeah. I kind of wanted to get you out of here. Yeah. I wanted nope. you to get. Out of my apartment. No, nope. but- <laughs> I'm still here for the next 45. Yay! Buckle up. <laughs> um, so, I assume we don't have housekeeping because we didn't go anywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In the last five minutes, do you have any Did you think any, any anecdotes? Uh, anything you
0: want to talk about?
1: Oh, actually, I I do have um, a note. I do have a note.
0: A note?
1: Well, just, just like a... It has to do with self-awareness. Dude.
0: Why do I feel like this is an attack on me?
1: Sean and I met at a at a event called VNDS. Yes. We've talked about this before. Uh
0: huh. You've actually told this story before.
1: Oh, thank you for letting me know. You're That's welcome. So nice of you. I'm gonna tell it one more time just okay. in case. Just um, so you know. I appreciate just that. So Aware in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean didn't show up.
0: Are you Last fucking week? kidding
1: me? Sean didn't show up. I felt like I was getting stood up. It was our our place of meeting. And it's literally so deep in our friendship. It's where we met. It's where our friendship started. It's where the love began. It's where it's we It's also where the love ended, bitch. Started, the love
0: is fucking over. I
1: Can Explain Podcast. And we look forward to it. And it hasn't been going on for three years because of COVID. And it only runs for, what is it, five weeks? And Sean missed last week. So...
0: Wow. The amount of that. thrown under the bus that has just happened. Yeah. First of all, okay. I was going through mm-hmm. a job interview yeah. that night. Yeah. And I was meeting the team that I'm going to work mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we went to an industry event together yeah. and they had ores duvray and I couldn't eat Ors any Duvret? of the ores duvray or and I couldn't eat any of the Ors Duvre yeah. because I'm vegan. Something you wouldn't know about saving the earth. So
1: they're already looking at you probably like. So laser. I they're hadn't great. eaten we vegan. since lunch. Oh, I, just got an eyelash I was
0: sucks to be you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely quaking from hunger and you would want me to come stand with you. You
1: can't go grab a bite somewhere. There's was a subway already, in a store. I got
0: out of it at 8pm. I didn't know.
1: It that, starts at 9. The doors d- open at 8. The doors open at 8. I've,
0: no, you're not going to turn this on me. The doors open every at 8. Every other can't week, with that. the doors, open the doors have opened at 8 and it started at 8, 15, 8, 30-ish. So you could, so didn't I think you could be 15 this, minutes late? I was across town. And I what, was. What, which is 15 quinking, minutes away? I 10 was minute weak. Subway sandwich line. I was weak. Yeah. I could barely stand.
1: You could literally you have arrived at 8.45
0: for With all of hours. those
1: things, 8.45, you could have arrived. So
0: you're telling me as a the friend. The show didn't even start at all. As a friend. Yeah,
1: yeah, as a friend. You
0: care so little about my well-being. Someone
1: could say I care so much about you being at our place of friendship. No. That I wanted you to Sorry come Sorry that so, I was
0: trying to secure the bag of a new job and find a piece of happiness in yeah. my little life.
1: I thought your piece of happiness was our friendship.
0: Well, you thought the fuck wrong. <laughs> See, this is, where, this is where I was confused. Anyways, I didn't go, and you were like,
1: it's all good, it's all good. It's
0: all-. But it wasn't all good, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't I just, all I good at to Applewood. To I just wanted to make
1: fun of it. It actually was all good. Yeah. It was funny because I was like, oh, no worries. And then I told Julia, and she was like, what? Sean's <laughs> not coming to VNDS? And I was like, you know what? That do you also make know make what sense. a big
0: chunk of it was? And I hope you feel what? really bad for this. What? Um, I had literally spent like... You shit yourself fi- that I shit myself in the <laughs> shower. Um, I had spent like five hours with like my new bosses yeah. and like new team. And I was so socially drained yeah. and nervous that I was like, the last thing I want to do is see Bree's stupid face. <laughs> no, I was like The last thing I want to do is be at a drag show right now. Like my social battery was so drained yeah. and I was starving. But you probably don't
1: care about that. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted of you to come. That's spe- what I'm saying. Oh. Mm. what? No, let it out. Mm. Let it out. Sean's about to tell us say something spicy, but he's thinking I have about a few, whether few he things can say it to it say
0: that have to do with social or uh, uh, self awareness, but they're really shady, and somebody get to hear about it.
1: Oh. <gasps>
0: I'll just tell it.
1: Yeah. There there was this
0: person that I went to university with, who I did not get along with. Okay. And when and they knew that we didn't get along. I did not like them. They are not my kind of person. Uh We just did not connect. Yeah. I had not seen this person for eight years since we've graduated. When I was at the event that you shunned me for going to Mm -hmm. with my new team, this person was there. And they ran up to me and were talking to me like we were best friends that hadn't seen each other in years. Okay. And I was like, please get away from me. Yeah. So we're talking and I am very clearly like I'm being nice, but Mm -hmm. like I was not, you know, diving into things. Not vibing. And they keep talking about our schooling. Okay. I'm with these new people. And I'm like, oh, these are my new company mates that yeah. I'm going to be working with. And they're like, oh, my God, we went to school together. And, like, the only 11 of us graduated and, like, 20 of us started. And that's how we met. And I'm like, these people don't want to hear about my school. I don't want to talk to you of like eight about years our ago. School from eight years ago. Yeah. And then, so they eventually leave. And one of my new coworkers goes, oh, were you guys close in school? And I <laughs> turned and I said, no, <laughs> I didn't get along with them at all. And then uh, no. I blocked them on everything because they were an anti server. <laughs> and then they just went, wow, you were so fake. I had no idea.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See, that's the thing. Like, it's easy to be... It's easy to be fake. Yeah. Because in an industry setting, you have to be. For sure. Like, what are you supposed to do? Be like, why the fuck are you talking to me? Yeah. Anti-vaxxer? Get away from <laughs> me? Like, cause, cause like throw a fit in front of, like, yeah, your new co-workers? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have your vax card on you by any chance?
0: So yeah, that was interesting. Oh, like, you can't, you, this person did not have the self awareness to realize that like I didn't want to be talking to them. We were never close. Right. I also didn't want to talk about my schooling in front of this group of people, new workers yeah. Just it was so so awkward for me. I don't think they had any awkwardness in it.
1: See, that's the thing. My social anxiety means that. I think I am that person in to every to everybody to, You're everybody. That person to me. <laughs> <laughs> like I think every person I have a conversation with, I leave and they go, "Why was that person What's fucking that? <laughs> talking to me?" <laughs> but I think that's also a problem with being social. Socially aware, I think that socially aware people too far. tend to also be anxious people. Yeah, because there is something to be said with living a unaware life right. when it comes to a mental health and happiness. There are some people that are just bumping and bopping through life that I'm like, they are so out of touch, thought in the world, but they are just living the dream.
0: No, as they say, no thoughts, just vibes.
1: They're just vibing through life.
0: So I have another story about okay. somebody that I went to university with. Yeah. And this is a different person who I also did not get along
1: okay. with.
0: <laughs> And this person said some, all of this was just coming back up because I was thinking about this new job that I'm getting. Yeah. And I remember it's, you know, when people in movies or in TV shows, somebody will say something to them and it is a driver for their life. Like they're like, you're going to be nothing in this world. Right. And then they're like, yes. somebody told me I was going
1: to be My nothing My grade three in this teacher world. told yeah. me I wasn't good at art. And yeah. now I'm like a... And now I'm Picasso. Yeah.
0: Is he the earless one? That
1: is Picasso's story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, are you an
1: art history major? Yeah, I oh. actually
0: watched the the bio, bio, biographical
1: of his kindergarten teacher yeah, and didn't like his being like,
0: piece of shit. Yeah,
1: <laughs> his macaroni portrait, yeah. <laughs> his Christmas decorations on the styrofoam
0: <laughs> weren't very good. Um, this was that this instance that I'm going to talk about yeah. was my moment. Okay, was my thing that somebody has said to me. Okay. that has driven me through right. life. And it was at the end of university and I was, I think I was in a group project with this person and it was, I think in the fourth year and we were going for lunch, I think in the middle of our project Mm -hmm. and this person, I remember it being so incredibly out of the blue as well. This person turned to me and said, you're really going to have to change your attitude if you want to get a job somewhere. Because, like, you're going to be really hard to hire with your attitude.
1: What? Yeah. This was, like, a, this was this, like a other student? This is
0: another student. And Out what was blue, your attitude? I think just because, like, I I'm, I can be kind of snarky with, like, people that are my age, you know? Right. I can, like, I like to, like, jest with people, that so kind of. So they were, of. like,
1: you're not going to vibe in the industry.
0: Exactly. Okay. And I'm, like, the fact that, first of all, you are putting this on somebody else. Yeah. is comical. But this person lacked the self-awareness to understand that they were so aggressively, outwardly bitchy to every single person that they came in contact with. And they lacked the self-awareness to think, hmm, Sean is this way with me. I wonder if he's the exact same with other people. Right. I'm like, I know how I am with you. Yeah. You don't think I adjust
1: that when I'm for with other people? Yeah. Or
0: parents or things oh, like God, that. Yeah. Like I was so flabbergasted. Yeah. And that has stuck with me since. And it's so, so funny to me. Because mm-hmm without diving into what I do necessarily that specifically, I have had a pretty good career. Yeah, I've very worked with very yeah. good people. Mm-hmm. And I would say a good chunk of that has been my personality. Has been
1: because of your ability to connect with people. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. And
0: to adjust my personality in different ways yeah. or, to, you know, like let people in, in certain ways yeah. or not let certain people in. Totally. And it's just so funny to me that somebody said this. About me and I think that they Needed to do the exact Thing that they were accusing me of
1: That happens a lot Though
0: I it's still isn't that
1: not So comical I know but I know Those (laughs) moments you're talking about I Feel like for me the moments that stick with me Aren't the ones that are like that Direct yeah but they're the you
0: know I don't think a lot of people have ones that are that direct
1: No that's like crazy yeah You know those (laughs) comments where people say Something and you're it's like the happiness haters You know when you're like mm-hmm. happy Or you like Do something successful And someone will say something That you can't Exactly like In that scenario Clock them on That it was actually mean Yeah But it's like Oh basically you got that Because of this Or like Oh it's so cool This happened for you Because like you have This going for you Yeah Or whatever it is And Those people push me so much. I shouldn't let it get under my skin, but...
0: I'm almost kind of glad it does, though.
1: I love it, because I'm like, you just drive me so much further when what they're trying to do is tear you down because they're jealous or because they just don't like to see other people succeed, and... It's it's so funny to me that those types of people, their jealousy works in the opposite way than they think it's mm-hmm. going to. Like they think that they're really going to like tear someone down and get under their skin, and it's going to affect them. And really, I'm like, it did affect me, but, but it actually, yeah, <laughs> it propelled me the other way. Yeah, my thing is when people are so unselfaware that they think that they're wildly likable. I don't think that there's anything wrong with being unlikable. And what I mean by that is that there's certain personalities or certain opinions that aren't going to be everyone's cup of tea. And that doesn't mean that they're bad traits and it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It's just that naturally there's going to be people that are more polarizing than others. There's going to be people that connect with different groups. Mm -hmm. But what weirds me out is when people are completely oblivious to how polarizing they are and they think that they're widely likable. And I'm like, a lot of people can't stand you.
0: Agree. And I know somebody, uh, there are a few people. Yeah. I would say in Vancouver, we can talk. I won't talk about the people specifically. Yeah. But there's a lot of people in Vancouver, mm-hmm. and obviously globally, yeah. but people that I know I'll, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and then we'll. mm-hmm. um, There are a lot of people that conflate being followed yeah. to being enjoyed on um, levels of their personality.
1: Totally. Yes. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Yeah. I was like, um, how do we put this?
0: And there's one person in particular, I wonder mm-hmm. if you'll, when I. I know what you're talking about. Already, I don't know. I think. I, I'm about to okay. S- that there's some other people that don't understand that they are being laughed at, not being laughed with. Right. Especially, uh, there's one just right in the front to think. And center of my mind. There's somebody in Vancouver <laughs> that. If you were to ask the them what their brand was, right. they would tell you XYZ. Okay. But their brand is actually being like a fool. I'm not I'm not I'm not this I'm is not, savage. Not, <laughs> this and is their savage. Br- their brand is oh getting roasted yeah on a global scale. Yeah. Do you know who I'm no, talking No, I'm about? trying to
1: think about who this would be. Oh, my God. I can't wait to ask you after the podcast because this there's is just so, so there's savage. There's just somebody that
0: goes around Vancouver, and it really stresses me out. <laughs> and they think that they're, like, literally, like, how how would I? They think that they've been on, like, Love Island. Okay. But in reality, <laughs> they've been on something that is, like, almost like degrading (laughs) of of their physical appearance.
1: (gasps) Oh my God. I know exactly who you're talking about. Oh
0: no. Oh no. The self-awareness, which I think would have been a really good thing to focus on Mm. that people are
1: following them because they're laughing at them. I think this is, I think this is what I was going with before though, that I think that they're happier because of it. I do agree. Like sometimes people that are self not self-aware are like, it's almost like I don't know if I want this person <laughs> to become self aware. No, because then it would be really sad.
0: Yeah, right. That's true. Where, Situations like this, I'm like, I'm happy that you're not diving deeper into. Like, this. I
1: think this is like really great that you're just living in like la la land. Yeah. I I honestly, it's so hard for me to watch people like that yeah. or just in different space. I think I see that a lot with social media people too, when it doesn't like translate in real life, like they get like such a boost from people liking them or following them on social media that they equate that with being likable Yeah. when there's so many reasons people succeed on social media and maybe they are likable in the way that they package themselves online. Or maybe they're just like really good with the algorithm or like consistent or whatever it is. And then they get in a room of just like a bunch of, you know, average Joes that are working like regular jobs and it just doesn't hit the same. Yeah. And you, and you can just see them like just crashing and burning. And I'm like, they have no idea that like, these people aren't just like so excited to kiss the ground they walk on. Like they don't care.
0: It's just very fascinating to see people with a lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. on social media because social media is so much about branding and pushing yourself. Yeah. It's so fascinating to see somebody that doesn't know who they are yeah. on social media. There's some people that me and you know yeah. that have been asked what their brand is no, like, and they are so wildly wrong about what yeah. it is.
1: And I always find that which so, is so fascinating. fascinating.
0: It's like if somebody asks you what you, bri- if, if you had to say what your friends yeah. would say, you are in a friendship, right? It's like if somebody asked you that and then they just told you something completely wrong.
1: Yeah. And, <laughs> and that is so interesting because it, it's true because When you get that question about like What is it that you do on social media or why do people like To follow you I feel like I Understand at least least Maybe I'm wrong I don't know this is where self-awareness Comes in but I think I know Why people like my content I think I know What I bring to the space I think I could probably List bullet point five Stereotypes that I Think people would say I'm Like that I'm like Bad at tech and I'm scattered brained, but I'm you know funny, so it becomes endearing. And that you know I try and be honest about my experiences, so it creates a safer space and relatability for people online. Totally. And that you know I'm opinionated when it comes to LGBTQ plus topics, and I'll stand up for them. Like I think I could understand if someone were just like, "What is what does Brianne Williamson do online?" And they were to tell. Their friend, what I do, yeah. I think I understand what those what I'm giving off, yeah. Even though that there's other layers of me that I maybe don't present online, I think I know what is being perceived most of the time. When some people have no clue, yeah, and it's so weird to me because I'm like, you're the one editing and posting it. You're seeing these comments. I don't we had know. one recently.
0: There was somebody that described what their brand was. And it's so incredibly far off. I don't
1: base. remember this. Oh, I remember this <laughs> Nancy. It keeps coming. It keeps coming to me later. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I think that. I'm going to get laughed at saying this because I think (laughs) a lot of people might disagree with me of me saying that I'm mature or whatever. I think maturity, a lot of people relate maturity to being like classy and contained and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's what maturity is. I think maturity is self-awareness. I think it's being grounded in who you are, knowing, you know, your truth. And I think with that, a lot of people depending on where they're at their journey, you realize that it doesn't really necessarily correlate to age. Yep. And the only reason I know that is because when I was a teenager or in my early twenties, I was incredibly unself aware. And at the time I thought I was incredibly self aware. Yes. So it's almost wild because right now I'm like, I could be sure that I am self aware. And you could be wrong. And in five years I I could be wrong, but I think that in itself is self-awareness.
0: Yeah, because you weren't you weren't even having that when you were No,
1: younger. because when I was younger, I was so sure yeah. of what I was giving off. I was so sure of who I was. I was so sure of what I wanted, my beliefs, everything like that, that I look back and I'm like, I was so damn wrong. At least now I know that I could be wrong.
0: I think self-awareness is knowing that nothing is certain, though
1: that is and true. That
0: everything is going to change and that you yeah. only kind of know what you know in the moment yes whereas when you're younger you're like i know everything about everything and, myself and i will and continue everything. to know everything about everything exactly and every decision i make is correct yes whereas now i'm like i'm just making a decision and i hope it's correct
1: <laughs> yeah i think that's a good point it's the inception of self-awareness it, totally. you know yeah it's, it's self-aware is being self-aware that you actually are not aware at all Hey Gabers, today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. There are so many reasons to want to learn a new language, but one of my personal favorites is when you're traveling, there's just something cool about brushing up on a language before you go where you're going. I think just immersing yourself in that culture makes you get even more excited about the trip, to be honest, and it's just a really useful skill to have. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years for language learning with millions of users and 25 languages offered. From Spanish to Polish to German to Japanese, you name it, Rosetta Stone is the way to learn languages fast. I really love that Rosetta Stone is an intuitive process. You pick up a a language in a natural way, first with words, then phrases, then sentences, and it's really designed for long-term retention. I also love the tool for Rosetta Stone with speech recognition. So there's a built-in accent feature, which gives you feedback on your pronunciation, which I think is really cool. Plus it's convenient. You can do it from wherever you are. You can download the lessons to do it offline and you can do it for as little as 15 minutes a day. Rosetta Stone has an amazing value. You get a lifetime membership for all 25 languages. So you can use it for any and all trips for the rest of your life. That's a lifetime of access to 25 language courses on Rosetta Stone. And today we're offering it for 50. 50% off a steal. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, I Can Explain listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Hey Gabers, this week's episode is sponsored by Factor. Now Factor has ready to eat meals that make eating better every day easy. Plus they are delicious. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan if you're Sean, (laughs) veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals that are ready to go. They have two minute meals that you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are, whenever you're hungry, okay? You can sign up and save. We've done the math and Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Plus, it's flexible to your schedule. You can get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. So there's no prep, no mess. You just get your Factor meals that are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, cooking, cleanup, none of that needed. Head to factormeals.com slash I can explain 50 and use code I can explain 50 to get 50% off. That's I can explain 50 at factormeals.com slash I can explain 50 to get 50% off. Thanks factor.
0: I do think what you said earlier though is one of the big reasons that I, once again, people Mm -hmm. listening could be like this bitch is not self-aware at all, but I think I am. Yeah. And I think- one of the big reasons that I have a decent, am- I'm not going to say I'm the most fucking self-aware person ever, obviously, but I have a yeah. decent amount of self-awareness, I think. <laughs> plus, pr- like, bracing. just so afraid. I'm so scared. <laughs> please don't, please don't cancel me for being aware. Please don't! <laughs> um, is because of anxiety. Yes. Because I spent so much of my life mm-hmm. being... Stuck in situations and over analyzing every single thing that other people are doing, yeah. that I'm doing, thinking about every angle of how somebody might be perceiving mm-hmm. a situation. And I think because I did that, I can approach a situation pretty, pretty reasonably now because I'm like, right. I've already mapped it all out. <laughs>
1: yeah. And I think a big part of that, unfortunately, kind of goes hand in hand with queerness. Yeah. Because I think at an age where a lot of people, Are just figuring out like, you know, what their belief system is or, you know, what their type is or whatever. We, unfortunately, are either trying to figure ourselves out or trying to hide ourselves from other people. Yeah. And in turn, you become very aware of how you're being perceived. Totally. Because a big part of my life was... How do I alter that perception to fit the narrative that I'm ready to put out?
0: Yeah, I also think that the self-awareness that we have as queer people, for the most part, was not a choice. (laughs) Because even as a young person, somebody's saying, you sound gay, you look gay, you're this, you're this. Mm -hmm. So then you start thinking about how you sound, how you look, what you wear, what you this. Mm -hmm. Then there's the people that are usually straight, Mm -hmm. but but just don't have that at all because they haven't had to. Yeah. Well, (laughs) like I'm just going to continue living in my life because why would I question it?
1: Yeah. You have to start questioning. Like I remember people calling me a lesbian when I was younger and just that alone of people calling me a lesbian before it ever even kissed a girl or anything and I was like what is it that's painted all over me like what am I putting out there that is different than other people that no other girls are being called a lesbian yeah and because j- you were a lesbian well <laughs> it turns out it's because I was a Plot fucking you, lesbian <laughs> 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 but when but when you're a kid and I was a kid yeah. at this age you know I think the first time like I heard it I was when I was, you know? like, was like 11 and I was like I don't even know where that could come from, what a lesbian fucking is. Like I literally had no, you know, I, I hadn't, I was just trying to figure life out. I wasn't trying to unpack who I was yet. Yeah. So then having to kind of be like, well, why am I giving this off? Why am I
0: giving gay? Why am I giving
1: gay? (laughs) And why am I being perceived this way? And what is it that I'm doing? That's making that perception a thing. Yeah. And then it clicks in Well, how can I change that? Because I'm scared of that and I'm not ready to unpack that for myself. So how can I alter the perception that I'm giving? And then I think when you start kind of masking in a way and you start learning to alter perceptions you learn more about yourself because you're figuring out what you don't want people to see. And then you're having to do the extra layer of like acting a different way. Yeah. And it's exhausting, but it also, I think speeds up the process of learning who you are because we've talked about before when you are a queer person and you're already doing deep dives that a lot of people don't have to do then other things come to the surface as well. Yes. Because when you're already having those internal conversations with yourself that a lot of people aren't at least at that age and you're already you know trying to be brave and getting the courage to be different than everyone else, then you start thinking okay, well what are other things that are quote unquote quote normal in society that I actually don't agree with or yeah. don't want to be like? And if I'm brave enough to go against the grain with my sexuality, then everything else seems less scary. So then you start kind of unpacking that and the self-awareness comes because you're looking for your own internal truth. And through all of that, you're watching all of these people think you're fucked up for it, think you're weird for it, have their opinions judge you. And it's this constant like game of... Finding who you are while also being wildly aware that it is different and that you're being perceived for it. Yes. And then if you're an, if you're someone who has anxiety, like we do, it just adds a whole other fucking layer.
0: Totally. So I do I, think that's why like queer people are for the most part, I'm going to generalize yeah. but for the most part, quite socially aware yeah. because we've we've we had a gun to our head to be self-aware yeah at the age of 12 yeah and then most of us you know figure it out at some point point. Yeah. and then we're like okay now what else is on the docket what can i what can i move towards yeah
1: exactly and i think just like i i, I don't know if i don't know like even with things like i'll be in a social setting Or a work setting or whatever with someone who is maybe of the older generation or is, you know, straight or whatever it is and they'll say things and I'm like, did you really just say that and you don't get how that would come off as offensive or that like you said that with your full fucking chest and you didn't even think that like, maybe there's people here that would like inherently disagree with that. And it just goes right over their heads. I'm like, no one laughed, dude. No, like, but you, but then they'll just keep going with their lives. It's just like complete unawareness that what they're saying could be like fucked up or just like totally inappropriate for a certain setting. And I feel like as queer people were so good at being actors because At least for certain portions of our lives, we are good at bringing out and pushing down aspects of ourselves when we need to for safety that you become so aware of how you're being. And a good example of this actually happened to me last night and i always try and tell these stories when they come up because you i haven't feel like told the
0: story before. i have not
1: because t- it's new i it's know new. i haven't because new it's week. new new alert we should have a fucking bell a little buzzer <laughs> that every time i'm actually supposed to i'm gonna say something actually new for I once i allow in our fucking <laughs> things it's like everyone actually turns up the volume on the podcast yeah, you're, like,
0: this is a new story exclusive <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> there are so many repeats replay, You heard it like, here first fuck.
0: Unless you listen to We Are Having Gay Sex
1: <laughs> no, This is actually new For okay. everywhere
0: Fucking, Yeah you I Hope Ashgaz was listening <laughs> You didn't get this one Motherfucker didn't, didn't get this exclusive yeah.
1: No I I think it's important when I tell these stories because I think the perception of me a lot of times, because I do gay girl tips on TikTok and because Mm -hmm. everything like that, that it's like I have it all together and that I have the answers, if you will, at least when it comes to queerness and being, I I mean, I understand where that correlation would be drawn because when someone is on a platform where millions of people are seeing them talk about being a lesbian, Mm -hmm. obviously you would think in your mind, oh, this person has totally unpacked any internalized homophobia, any fear of anyone finding out that they're gay. They've
0: unlocked a level 100 lesbian.
1: Because they don't give a fuck who finds out. Like, they're on a public platform talking about it. So I get why that perception is there. But the truth is, there is a very weird phenomenon when you are filming alone in a home and you're pressing a button and it's going out to numbers. That's how it feels. Like, you look at it, you're like, this many people viewed. You're not actually like... 1 million individual human beings with individual existences watched this video. For sure. It doesn't really connect in the same way in your brain. And I don't want people out there to feel like they are doing something wrong with their queerness or that they're like, feel ashamed that they're not proud enough because they're not ready to tell certain people or do certain things. Because here's a perfect example of there's still that inner child in me that is afraid of who I am a lot of times and has to unpack that still. And I think that will be a forever journey. I was at my girlfriend's hockey game watching um, her play and it's like a week ago or something. And
0: I you said last night.
1: Was it last night? I don't know. It was either last night or a week ago. She plays multiple times that- a week.
0: It could be very different. You could have given it to Ash.
1: in that time. (laughs) It was her last hockey game. I don't know what day it is. And we were watching her. I was watching her game, her hockey game. And um, there was this family there from... I just overheard them talking. Uh, They were there from Newfoundland. Okay. And uh, they were there visiting their son who was there watching his girlfriend play. Right. And she was on the other team. And then I guess through their talking... Another guy was sitting kind of behind us, and he piped up and said, "Oh, my girlfriend's on that team too. Like, what does your girlfriend play?" So, anyways, they're all chatting about their two girlfriends that play. Yeah, there's you know these middle aged people that are his parents there watching and they're talking about the league and everything like that. And I immediately get this like pit in my stomach because I'm the only other person sitting there Mm. that they're going to ask me who I'm there watching. Mm. And this is so fucked up, right? I've been out for years. I'm on TikTok telling millions of people every day that I'm a raging dyke. And every person in my life knows I on paper have no one to hide this from. But still these moments happen where I am sitting there and I'm going, oh, my God, they're going to ask me. And I'm going to have to make that choice where I either say, I'm here watching my girlfriend or I'm, I'm going to have to out myself yeah. in this moment. And you create a narrative in your head as a queer person because these people could be totally chill that I'm a lesbian. Yes. But I start going, oh my God, they're talking about how they're small town Newfoundland. And now they've just moved to small town Ontario. And like, I don't know if they know about lesbians. I don't know if we have gay people here. Like <laughs> I <guys> start panicking, <laughs> yeah. right? So anyways they're chatting And then of course Eventually they go Oh so Who are you here Cheering for Like red team Or white team And I'm like Oh I'm cheering for the bad guys Like I try and kind of divert the conversation And I'm like But you know what I said You guys are You know talking so highly of your people you might change my mind like I'm covering up with humor right, right. but internally I'm fucking panicking yeah and then the guy I'm behind start me
0: throwing some sticks to the side just to maybe distract literally and yes. then the
1: guy behind me goes oh what number is it that you know and I'm like oh my number- daughter is here <laughs> like, and this is what's happening in my mind I'm like number 10 and I go Oh my God, I'm going to have to... I think I've said on this podcast before that one time I told someone that I had broken my leg and I couldn't play. I'm still recovering.
0: because So that you can be like, I play.
1: Like I'm usually on the team, yeah. but I'm out because of an injury that I've sustained. Like I am
0: a recruit <laughs> for the NHL we're starting women this year we're bringing them on I actually just
1: <laughs> got drafted to the Canucks and unfortunately due to my knee I am instead I here cannot. taking notes um to train my mind for my commitment to the sport that is hockey like the fact that as a queer person yeah. my brain Sometimes short circuits back to that time when I was in the closet where I'm like it will be easier to make an elaborate lie.
0: Sometimes I am fascinated though about where I take oh. these people. <laughs>
1: I'm, like, I'm on a journey. You fuckers,
0: buckle up because I'm, I'm about to tell journey. you the story of a lifetime and not an ounce of it is true. I do that to Uber drivers all the time. <laughs> oh, all the time. All the
1: fucking time. Me to Uber drivers? I am like, I've been going to airports yeah. for like something completely different and they're like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, traveling for business <laughs> yeah. and they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm in marketing so I have to travel. I have to go We're doing a shoot down in LA like, you know, blah, blah, blah blah, 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 all a lie. But all I'm like all sure. to save me from saying I'm going to a lesbian party. Yeah. Called Dinosaur. Yeah. Like the things that I fucking <laughs> come up with. It's kind of fun. It's really fun. And my favorite, honestly, my favorite one when it comes specifically to social media, what is to just say that I'm in product marketing. Yeah. Because if you say you're an influencer, if you say you're a content creator, the first, the next question is always what type of content Yes. to which I have to say, gay gay stuff <laughs> like everyone else is like oh the you beauty. know fashion champ, <laughs> beauty you know whatever i'm just like gay girl just, tips <laughs> just lesbian things yeah. and when you say that to a straight person they're like what it's
0: like that like, time what do you i already mean? told this story but when the um border guard asked me how i knew you yeah for your birthday exactly and yeah. i said we have a podcast together. Mm-hmm. Then they said, What's your podcast about? And I said, Get Being gay. And then they said, What? I didn't hear you. And I said, Being gay! <laughs> And Lauren was, gay, sitting,
1: Lauren, gay. Was,
0: Lauren was sitting between me and the car and was like... Gay, gay people. Gay, this one's gay too. <laughs>
1: we're all gay. <laughs> we're gay in this car. It's a gay car. Yeah. Going to so a gay person's birthday. Did they ask you? So no, I just said number 10 and then they were like, oh, Cool. And I was like, "Yeah, well, I don't know a lot of the rest of the team because usually they pay, play at a different rink, and this is like their secondary team. So I know number ten, and I know number ninety eight. I just started listing numbers I knew. There's
0: an easy lie for you. You say that's my sister, and then just hope they don't see you making out after the game.
1: I was going to say that just feels like too. It feels like too much. But I just started panic listing all the people I knew yeah. on the team with hopes or that then they would friend. that they would perceive that like." I knew a lot of them yeah. and that I like probably play hockey elsewhere. I'm writing my own story in my mind that they're going to fill in the blanks with. you know
0: enough about the sport as well that you can gaslight pretty well.
1: I'm pretty good at gaslighting. Yeah. My favorite one is the knee injury. Because I've, I've told that a couple my times. my favorite as well. Because also, as soon as you say knee injury to someone who else is watching hockey, if their kid's in hockey or if they're like, significant go. Together, they go, oh,
0: fuck the... Oh, such an injury-prone sport. The knee injury. That's it's they, just, gotcha.
1: they really... Once the knee goes, it's yeah. hard to get back on the horse. And I go, I know. I
0: know. I used to horseback ride too,
1: but... <laughs> I'm actually a professional kind of. I actually, I'm a horse.
0: (laughs) Usually, I'm I'm being ridden, but these damn knees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my fucking god! I
0: love lying to Uber drivers.
1: I just love lying to people in general, but I think that that's another thing that when I tell people about that that aren't gay, they're like, "Pardon?" Sorry, what? They're like, "Why didn't you just say?" But they they'll never understand, like. Yes, from an outsider perspective, the normal answer would be like, oh, my girlfriend plays on the white team. She's number 10. Yeah. And you know what? They probably would have said, oh, cool.
0: I also like friends that are self-aware enough to jump into a mm. situation that a lie is being told At and the lie. keep it going.
1: You know, people that I don't trust are people that look at you weird when a lie gets brought up. Yeah. Like, shut the fuck up I with little, your eyes. I get a little
0: glimmer in my eye because I say, <laughs> we're taking these <laughs>
1: bastards on this like, trip. You know when you've told a lie to someone? Like, for example, let's say that you were supposed to go to VNDS. Yes. And then you said it was because you were like really hungry or something. Like, you couldn't eat any of the hors d'oeuvres. Let's say you came next week to VNDS with yes. someone that you met at work and they came in. And you said, sorry, I couldn't be here last week. All the hors d'oeuvres were meat. Right. So I couldn't eat. So I was famished. And that's why. And then they said, what are you talking about? You were eating all night. We went to a vegan restaurant and all the hors hors d'oeuvres were vegan. You
0: just talked about how much you hated this other girl. Yeah. And they
1: were all plants. Like we had a field of grass for you to graze in. You were grazing. Basil plant. The whole time. (laughs) I hate people like that. Yeah. Get on board with the fuck. Like get in the skit. No,
0: I love it. Like, when seriously. I'm a lie being told. I'm like, like yep. let's do this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm yeah. ready for my improv moment. I feel moment. like an
0: adventurer. Yeah. I feel like a storyteller.
1: Yeah. It's that balance of finding, like, oh, what's next? Like, I don't want to t- yeah. add too much information. Yeah. I don't want to add too much information because I don't want it to not correlate with what they've Yeah. I know
0: maybe we shouldn't be in space this time.
1: Yeah. But you got to, like, get o- just get on board right away yeah. without, you know, any questions asked. Totally. But that's a quick way to find out if. someone's a real one if they if they in front of other people oh you you. yeah because it's just the rudest thing you can do exactly if you overhear someone say that you should be saying yes the only hors d'oeuvre was just a cow that we all had to just take bites out of its it ass. Alive. It was still a lot. It was still a lot. We were
0: actively stabbing <laughs> it. Was
1: really, it was really fucked up. Like poor Sean was, partially was performance art. Yeah, he was crying. Yeah. He was just like so sad, but he had to stab the cow because it was his first day on the job with us and he wanted to be part of the team, but he couldn't bring himself to eat it. Yeah. So he was just so sick and tired of from stabbing the cow. Yes, yeah, like exactly. so many calories burned. Calories. Calories. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And you know what? That's what self awareness is. I agree. Lying. lying. (laughs) (laughs) And we can saw this podcast being self aware is knowing when to lie. Exactly. And when not to lie.
0: And who can lie with you.
1: Exactly. And I think that's so important. I think that's really
0: important. Yeah. It's not
1: what the lies are, it's how the lies make you feel. It's
0: not about what the lies are. Mm. It's about which one of your friends will make you feel good by going along with them. By telling them lies. Really? With you. <laughs> so true. So it's people don't talk about that enough.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Find people who will lie with you. Agreed. Is really just like the, the, uh, the most blueprint important for self-awareness relationship. takeaway. It is. <laughs> <laughs> wherever you're listening make sure to give us five stars five stars only yeah don't fucking lie about that don't well, we'll or know. do like if you think this is a three-star podcast give it five. Oh yeah just that. because be self-aware enough to lie yeah
0: because we need you to be self-aware enough that you know we're fragile
1: yeah we're sad we're a little scared little babies. we have mental health problems help <laughs> oh, us i have anxiety <laughs> give us five stars follow us on instagram also because that really does give us an endorphin boost speaking yes. of mental health issues yes. um it shouldn't but we're just living in black mirror so here we go um oh my god i thought it was a ghost i saw your hand in the viewfinder a oh, patreon exclusive pa- ghost, ghost <laughs> or elbow ghost hunters now <laughs> <laughs> follow us on instagram and tiktok at i can explain podcasts and the link in the bio will bring you to merch or to become a patron to get this all on video so you can see the ghost experiences and follow us personally at sean.lusk and at brianne williamson and until next time we will see Be you around the, the neighborhood ride.
0: unless the ghost gets us
1: <laughs> what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas